Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Happy Wednesday, Edwin. Happy Wednesday, Andrew. Middle of the week, Edwin. We are continuing. It's actually the middle of our bonus week, Edwin. Yes. Bonus yes. Text Talk week, Psalm yes. 106. Absolutely. So Psalm 106, I want to read today from the altar translation. This is that single author translation that we've used a couple of times. I figured since this is our last week in the Psalms for a while, let's pull this one out, dust it off, make sure we see what he has to say. It, this is unlike some of the, the paraphrases that single authors sometimes do. He really is trying to accomplish, uh, really has accomplished a, an actual translation. Mm-hmm. But it is just one person, so we keep that in mind. This is one person that wasn't checked by committee. But here we go. Psalm 106. Hallelujah. Acclaim the Lord, for he is good, for his kindness is forever. Who can utter the Lord's mighty acts, can make heard all his praise. Happy those who keep justice, who do righteousness at all times. Recall me, O Lord, when you favor your people. Mark me for your rescue, to see the good of your chosen ones, to rejoice in the joy of your nation, to revel with your estate. We offended like our fathers. We wronged. We did evil. Our fathers in Egypt did not grasp your wonders. They did not call to mind your many kindnesses and rebelled by the sea at the Sea of Reeds. Yet he rescued them for his name's sake to make known his might. He blasted the Sea of Reeds and it dried up. He led them through the deep as through wilderness and he rescued them from the hand of the hostile and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And the waters covered their foes, and not one of them remained. And they trusted his words. They sang his praise. Quickly they forgot his deeds. They did not await his counsel. And they felt a sharp craving in the wilderness. They put God to the test in the wasteland, and he gave them what they had asked, sent food down their throats. And they were jealous of Moses in the camp, of Aaron, the Lord's holy one. The earth opened and swallowed Dothan and covered Abiram's band. And fire burned through their band, flame consumed the wicked. They made a calf at Horeb and bowed to a molten image, and they exchanged their glory for the image of a grass-eating bull. They forgot the God, their rescuer, who did great things in Egypt, wonders in the land of Ham, fearsome deeds at the Sea of Reeds, and he would have wiped them out were it not for Moses, his chosen one. He stood in the breach before him to turn back his wrath from destruction, and they despised the land of desires. They did not trust his word, and they muttered in their tents. They did not heed the voice of the Lord. He raised his hand against them to make them fall in the wilderness, to disperse their seed among the nations, to scatter them among the lands. And they clung to Baal Peor and ate sacrifices to the dead, and they provoked him through their acts, and the scourge broke out among them. And Phineas stood and prayed, and the scourge was held back, and it was counted for him as merit, generation to generation forever. Then they caused fury over the waters of Meribah, and it went badly for Moses because of them, for they rebelled against him, and he pronounced rash things with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord had said to them. And they mingled with the nations and learned their deeds, and they worshipped their idols, which became a snare to them. And they sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons, and they shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and their daughters, when they sacrificed to Canaan's idols. And the land was polluted with blood guilt, and they were defiled through their deeds and went whoring through their actions. And the Lord's wrath blazed against his people, and he abhorred his estate and gave them into the hand of the nations. Their haters ruled over them. 
and their enemies oppressed them, and they were subject to their power. Many times did he save them, and they rebelled against his counsel and were brought low through their misdeeds. And he saw when they were in straits, when he heard their song of prayer, and he recalled for them his pact, relented through his many kindnesses, and he granted them mercy in the eyes of all their captors. Rescue us, Lord our God, and gather us from the nations to acclaim your holy name and to glory in your praise. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel forever and ever, and all the people say, Amen, Hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. So in the New King James Version, there is a marginal note. All of those praise the Lord's that say could be hallelujah. Could be hallelujah. hallelujah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So in the reading today, a couple of words, word choice, I guess, is a little different. Yes. Kind of neat idea to bring it across. I noticed um, instead of the word covenant, he used the word pact. He uses the word pact for covenant. Instead of save us, uh, verse 47, it was rescue. Mm. Rescue us. Rescue us. Rescue us. Yeah. Yeah. They're in captivity. That's right. They need to be rescued. Rescued, They need to be taken out of that, brought to their home. Yeah. That's exactly right. And so in that call for a communal salvation at the end of the psalm, uh, rescue us or save us, kind of comes back around to the beginning of the psalm. Yes. Uh, with the New King James in verse 4, it says, Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have toward your people. O visit me with your salvation. I, that that actually the connection there I find interesting because at here at the beginning of the psalm, it's remember me. Mm-hmm. At the end, it's very communal. It's about the nation. In other words, we have again this. This reminds me. Was it Psalm one hundred and two where you you've got the psalmist who's going to die in the middle of his days and what he's mm-hmm. what he's what he seems to be most concerned about is I know you're going to deliver the people and I'm not going to get to be there to see right, it. Right. Uh, this this psalm doesn't have the I'm dying young part of it, but it does have that I, I know you're going to deliver our people. I know you're going to do that. Please let me be a part of that as well. Either either don't m- let me die before that happens or don't make me stay out here in this foreign land. Let me come back with the people and be able to rejoice in you when the entire nation is going to rejoice in you. Part of that makes me think about that though this psalm recounts a lot of sin and failings of the covenant people Israel there was always a faithful remnant there was always a faithful few um, going along yes Uh, even if it just got down to a couple like in the days of the uh, rebellion I guess when they were going to go into Canaan land you have Joshua and Caleb who are willing to stand up and say no no let's trust the Lord it's a good land let's go take the Lord as he would have Mm -hmm. us take the Lord uh, that that number could get small, but but that number was there. Yes, and it seems to me that there is a voice of an individual here. The psalm is saying, "And remember me, remember and me. look for me." Uh, you know, that's interesting. When I was reading this, I didn't necessarily see him as a faithful voice, but that, that that's certainly a possibility. Kind of like your Daniel, your Shadrach, Meshach, Very and Abednego, much. the one who has been faithful because I've been faithful. Remember me. I almost picked up even a little different one. I'll throw this out. I, I don't. We can't prove either one. But one of the things that it seemed to me like was almost, I get it. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. So now let me recount how you deal with your people. And I see how you deal with your people. And I'd like to ask you to deal with me in the same way. Mm-hmm. I and and I'm, but I'm not asking you to do this because of me. 
I'm not asking you to do this because I'm amazing. I'm not asking you to do this because I've now paid off any sins I've committed. I'm asking you to do this because I know who you are. I know the kind of God you are. I know the kind of forgiving God that you are. In fact, let me recount all the times that your people have really messed it up royally and you forgave them. Would you please treat me in the same way? I, I can really see it going either way on that, on what the, the psalmist's yeah. basis is for why he's offering this, what's going on here. Well, when I hear the words, remember me, I, I can't help but think about Nehemiah. That's mm-hmm. his prayer a few times. And I'm always taken with that because I, I, I'm afraid if I ask the Lord to remember me, it might be more the bad things that come to mind uh, than than the good uh, but Nehemiah, in the faithfulness of his duty, I guess, would pray to the Lord, remember me. Now, that's interesting, because that, that does show how what stories we remember in Scripture impact how we're reading this. Because yeah. I didn't think about Nehemiah. I thought about the thief on the cross. Oh. Remember me when you come in your kingdom. Yes. And so as I thought about the thief on the cross, I'm like, oh, here's this guy that's like the thief on the cross. He's a rotten louse. But he's open. <laughs> he, he knows God's a forgiving God. But, but if yeah. you're going to think of it from the standpoint of Nehemiah, here's the guy that says, hey, I've, I've been serving you, and, and, and I know you're going to deliver your people. Remember me when you do. Well, and with Nehemiah, too, here he is striving with the faithlessness oh, yeah. of the people, which there's a, a lot of recounting in that. You know, one of the, uh, in this psalm, the faithfulness, faithlessness of the people. In fact, uh, the only name drop in this psalm who seems to come out looking good is actually Phineas. Phineas. Here, here's the, the priest who steps up and he uses his spear to stop a plague, mm-hmm. and it is accounted to him for righteousness for all generations and forevermore. But some of the other people who have been heroes in other psalms, not so much here. We remember the fall of Moses and uh, Aaron as well in that respect, because we're going to talk about the molded calf and, mm-hmm. and his failure there. Yes. But Phineas is the one in this one. Phineas is the one who steps up, who stops the plague as he executes Zimri and Cosby. Uh, the only one that comes out smelling like a rose in the whole psalm. Uh, what a what a powerful thing. Unless maybe the psalmist is walking in the footsteps of Nehemiah, this particular <laughs> well, I one. Mean, I guess that's yeah. So, But you know what? I, I think it's interesting that we looked at that in different ways because what that, what that says to me is here we are in exile. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the one in exile that's like the Nehemiah, that or Daniel faithfully serving the Lord striving to do his will I mean obviously none of us being perfect but that's right that's where I've been while I'm in this exile I can look at this psalm and I can hold it up to God and I can meditate on it and use it as a meditation and a prayer to come to God to ask him to remember me mm-hmm. but if I'm the thief on the cross I can come to this psalm and I can take it to God and I can meditate yeah. on it and I can pray and I can bring it to God and, and use it as this request. Remember me. Remember me when you when you deliver your people. So, wow, what a what a powerful thing here. The versatility of this of this psalm and how we can use it. Yeah, I would just. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say just how do we use it to, to speak to wherever we are in our relationship with God today. Yes, absolutely. Uh, But neither one of those says that what I'm allowed to do is just keep rebelling against God. No. So there's not anything in this psalm that says, if I've decided I'm going to continue in rebellion, but I'm going to bring this psalm to God and expect God to take care of me anyway. No, I I think just the opposite. The the psalm would lead us to seriously contemplate how my spiritual failures and rebellions have brought me low. Which is something we don't 
<laughs> we don't contemplate much. Yeah, yeah we, we're, we're pretty good at when we've brought low to blame everybody in the everybody world else except, except ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. Except ourselves. And so I, I think the psalm is a good meditation for a bit of a, a reality check there. So what I find in this psalm is remember me when you save us. Remember me when you save us. I think about us today, you and me, everyone listening in as as part of Christ's church. Yeah. And if anyone listening in is not a part of Christ's church, I think what we have to grasp is that what Christ is going to do is save his church. Amen. If I want him to remember me when he's saving us, I've got to be a part of the us. Mm-hmm. He, he's not saving just this disparate non-collection of people, just a, uh, just a bunch of different individuals. He is saving a group. He is yes. saving his people. He is saving his church. Yeah. Ephesians tells us that. Yep. And if I want that, if I want to be able to say, remember me when you save your people, it's not remember me when you save them over. I mean, I'm going to stay over here. I'm going to stay over here. I'm not actually going to become a part of your people, Lord. I don't like like, like your people very much. I don't like your people very much. (laughs) They're they're pretty rotten. And, um, oh, wow. You know what? That just made me think. I don't know how many times. I have seen memes on Facebook about Gandhi and some folks like him who, yeah, you got that look on your face. Where did that come from? Here's where it comes from. Gandhi. Yeah, because one of the things Gandhi said was, and I'm going to get this not quite right, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, I love your Jesus, but his followers I don't like so much. Mm. And that was the reason why he supposedly decided to pursue the religion he did, what what Hindu, um, as opposed to Christianity. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've always said is that, look, don't don't tell me you like Jesus, because if you actually like Jesus, what you've demonstrated is you neither understood him nor his people by making this claim. Wow, well, that's true. But here's a psalmist that says, look, I get it. Your people have been really, really rotten, yeah. but I understand where salvation comes from. And, and I think that's that's a really powerful thing. Here's a guy that says, remember me. So what does he got to do? I've got to become a part of your people because I realize that's the people you save. Yeah. And uh, wow, what a powerful thing. So remember me when you save us. Let's all become a part of the us. Well, let's have a prayer together. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you that we might be reading Psalm 106 and to contemplate your salvation. As we've read this psalm, we've seen how you have delivered your covenant people again and again. Father, sometimes we don't see a good example always in the leaders that are before us. Sometimes even good leaders like Moses have that failing moment. Sometimes people that we are surprised by how they stand up for your truth in a moment when someone is needed, like a Phineas. But Father, salvation does come from your hand, and we pray that you would remember us. Father, according to your grace and your mercy, the gospel of Jesus Christ, because we look to him, we look to you to be our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.